Own Defense Podcast. We're your hosts, Attorney A.D. Winters, founder and managing attorney of VeteransDefender.com, and Dr. Dolores Tarver, licensed psychologist. For more information about our podcast, go to Instagram at In Our Own Defense or via email at In Our Own Defense at gmail.com. In Our Own Defense Podcast, our mission is simple to share truths and create a dialogue while increasing our listeners' awareness of mental health concerns and fostering and developing a holistic wellness plan, which includes mental, physical, spiritual, financial, and intellectual wellness. We discuss a wide range of topics to include, but not limited to cultural, um, social, political, environmental, and mental health issues. We've created a platform that will allow for a useful and realistic action plans to make and encourage wellness and goal attainment. Um, This podcast uh, does not create an attorney-client relationship and doesn't constitute legal advice on the materials and the content in which we uh, provide for you. Um, Dr. Tarber? Yes, as far as the health perspectives we will be presenting today in our own defense podcast is intended to serve as a summary and a supplement not a substitute for any knowledge, skills, or judgment of our qualified healthcare professionals. All right, thank you. So as we said in today's episode of In Our Own Defense Podcast, we're featuring a very smart, sharp, inspirational, incredibly talented special guest, Mr. Blair Tate. She's the founder and CEO of the Blair Fitness and 8figure.com, which is an apparel brand. Uh, We will discuss countering COVID-19's impact on our physical wellness and holistic health. Dr. Charber, will you uh, introduce our guest? It would be my pleasure. Ms. Tate is a 2004 graduate of Mississippi State University in Business Information Systems. Ms. Tate is a certified fitness coach, a formal professional figure comp- competitor, a military training instructor, and the successful owner of the eight-figure brand. With a primary focus on health, wellness, and making people feel confident about who they are, how they treat themselves, Uh, Mr. Blair's goal is for those she encounters to reach a place of wholeness, and that is with respect to mind, body, and soul. Her passion centers on helping others break through barriers and fully realize their ability to live happy, healthy, and successful lives. She has a personal mantra, which is dedication to developing results results-driven programs that are individually designed to help you achieve optimal health. Mr. Blair has over 15 years of experience as a certified fitness trainer and has participated in professional fitness competitions throughout her career. Her accolades include placing fourth in the nationally recognized supernatural bodybuilding and fitness competition and later placing first in competition that compulsed her into a worldwide pro status competition level, an accomplishment that typically requires years of hard work and dedication. After racking up these titles and awards, Mr. Blair received the spotlight as Miss Georgia Fitness for two consecutive years. In addition to her passionate career in health and fitness, the Blair also balances her career as first sergeant, U.S. Air Force military training instructor, where one of her courses is titled Resiliency. The epitome of her lifestyle as a fitness trainer and as the owner of the eight-figure brand. She serves her community proudly as a member of the Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, as well as alongside her motorcycle club. Wow. 
applies a lot. So welcome to the show, Miss Tate. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Good deal. Uh, Dr. Tarver, uh, you want to start these questions with uh, Miss Tate? Absolutely. I know our listeners are ready to get this great information. So we first want to just start by asking, how did you discover your passion for fitness and get involved with changing others' lifestyles with whole health coaching and developing your brand? Well, um, I grew up very active, you know, all in high school. I played all the sports, contrary to what um, attorney winners think since I was <laughs> softball. I actually grew up playing basketball. I ran track. So I was a, a pretty active person throughout my entire high school life. And I went on to kind of playing a, a little bit of sports in college. But even after um, college, I, I wanted to go into the military, still wanted to, to maintain that active life. But at the time, um, my grandmother really wasn't feeling me going into the military. So I went went on to college, you know, continue to, to be active. It was just second nature to me. It was just a part of part of my lifestyle, just actually being active. So um, went to college. Later on, joined the military. After the military, I ended up landing um, a position at Keesler Air Force Base for a little while and um, still very active in everything, like working out constantly. It was just a part of my lifestyle. So it wasn't something that I had to, to think about doing. I pushed myself to do. But anyway, I moved um, to Atlanta in about 2004, you know, running from the storms and everything. Moved to Atlanta. I landed a, a job as a, a loan officer, believe it or not, kind of something a little bit different. You know, landed a job as a loan officer and um, up the street from where I, I, I lived was a gym. So of course, me being the overachiever that I am, I always felt like I needed to always be doing something. I can't sit down. So I actually applied it and got a part-time job at the gym. So at the gym, they also had like this this smoothie bar. So I kind of worked um, on both sides. So one day I was at work at the smoothie bar and um, a gentleman came in and, you know, he came in to, to purchase some products or whatever and purchase some, some uh, juices. And he asked me, you know, he's like, hey, have you, you look like you work out, you know, have you ever thought about, you know, doing fitness competition or fitness shows or whatever? And you know, me not knowing too much about the, the fitness world or anything like that as it relates to on a professional level, I was like, oh, absolutely not. Because in my mind, you know, being a, a fitness competitor, my image of a female bodybuilder was, was not really something I wanted for myself. So, you know, I kind of politely declined and, and told him I wasn't interested. But he tried to, con- you know, continue to explain the difference. But I was like, no, thank you. Definitely not interested. So... Later that day, a, a young lady came into the juice bar and she had a book in her hand. And, you know, I'm looking all at her strange, trying to just assist her. But she introduced herself to me and stated that um, she wanted to, to show me some pictures that her trainer had told her that I had the wrong perception of, of what a fitness comp- competitor was. So she wanted to kind of show me what she looked like. So believe it or not, I, like I was in awe of the pictures and at that moment, you know, it kind of sold me and I began actually training to be a fitness competent, uh, competitor. Mind you, prior to this, I only did, you know, play sports. And like I said, I was like always really active. Mm-hmm. But I, I went ahead, I joined their gym. 
and you know I began training and prepping myself like for shows and things like that and then I learned quickly you know that oh this was serious business because it required like commitment of time effort and not to mention I had to change my whole eating lifestyle like a flawless diet something that was so different for me because me growing up in Mississippi it wasn't about me worrying about what I wanted to eat anything that was good because my family could cook so if it was good to me regardless of what it did to my body unknowledgeable I didn't know I ate it anyway so anyway so I began training for the shows like you said I did my first show in 2006 um hit the stage in about 2007 because it takes about depending on where your body is it takes about eight to 12 weeks to to prepare for a show mm-hmm. so you know I competed and and you know became very successful in that and during that time my body started changing like dramatically and and everybody started to notice it so when I would be out places shopping or just in the grocery stores you know and just normal clothes people would like come up to me and and ask say hey you know what you what you doing like are you a trainer like you know I want to do this they just start talking to me like I'm some type of professional and I'm looking at them like hey you got the wrong person like that's not me and I I will refer them to one of the trainers from the gym you know and it, you know that just kept happening kept happening and I'm thinking in my head like like I could do this you know these everything that I've learned the way to eat and all that kind of stuff like I can actually help people to 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 get where I am even if I'm just a walking model they could have other goals and aspirations so I began you know getting uh, certifications and started taking on clients and then it became you know not just the journey of sculpture and sculpture in my body but having the ability to affect the lives of others as well so I started training clients and my first client I remember it like it was yesterday like just seeing the impact that what I was helping her with had on her life Mm -hmm. it basically changed me forever and it it sparked a passion in me that became no longer about me it became more about how I can change somebody else's life because I've never had a feeling like that before having the honor to have somebody be that ecstatic over having to get off of their insulin because Mm -hmm. the issue was um they, they were not eating right they were not working out and now I was that person that was able to turn them around so to insp- experience that impact my training and the transformation they had on pe- people's life whether it was for their image the health concerns or self-confidence it burned that passion within me and it grew increasingly over the years and since then like you know some people's passion sparks up and down like mine just gets brighter and brighter because everybody is different everybody has a different story everybody has a reason why they want their lives to be transformed so that right there was the passion you know I got so far in the game and and, and wanted to kind of branch out as well and, and do some other things because now my whole thing is I want to educate I want to inspire I want to motivate I want to give people the life that they they feel like they deserve so it's been like you know 15 years in the game for me and I basically I feel like I've created a lane for myself so you know I've trained some celebrities and you know became a nutritionist 
you know, first sergeant instructor. I'm the uh, the fit per uh, PTL we call it, the personal training leader. And now I feel like it was time for me to branch out and embark on like a new journey in the world of health and fitness. But I wanted it still to mirror what my passion was, and that's why I created the the fitness apparel brand, Eight Figure. And to me. It stands out from others because Eight Figured is not just about a brand. It's not just about, you know, a, a clothing line or whatever the case may be. Like, it has a representation. And I wanted people to to rock my brand or rock my swag and have a, a feeling about themselves that allowed them to, to feel like they were worth something. So initially, when I came up with the name Eight Figured, of course, people think money. So they, and, and I did too. So I was thinking like, hmm, a million dollars. Like our, our bodies are worth a million dollars. But, you know, I was talking to my boyfriend and he was like, nah, that, that's just, that's not it. You got to go deeper with what you've done and, and how your passion is for this this fitness world. You, it has to be something deeper. It has to be something that, that really means something. So, you know, I dug a little deeper and, and came up with, you know, our bodies never carried a price tag, and I, I, I didn't feel like that. So it led me to coin it as being a lifestyle. It's about that's a, yeah. That I mean, it sounds like you really found your purpose. And I wanna I wanna check in with you because you mentioned so many good things, um, but one of them that I really that really hit home for me was um, you helping this woman get off insulin. And so I think. Our, our, our audience that's listening, probably we have parents at a home now with their kids. Um, they're trying to figure out they're eating more. Um, their kids are all over the place and they're trying to figure out, hey, how do we manage our kids? Um, what, what can we do to be able to create interest for them and be able to teach them how to maintain a healthy lifestyle? So do you have some tips for our parents at home and for our, our young people at home? Oh, yeah, absolutely. One thing we have to do, we have to get on our kids' levels. So we have to find things that's going to be entertaining to them because right now where we're in the world of technology, they would much rather be on a game or PlayStation playing um, their game versus actually being physical. So, you know, come up with some fun activities. I mean, things that I encourage is like dancing. Everybody likes dancing. Make it a, a family night, you know, do like a, a family, let's learn a dance or put on a video or whatever and TikTok or, or whatever that is entertaining to you. Like less TV time and play a, like card games. What we used to do, we may have like some cars down and whoever the loser is. I know people play like the drinking game. If you're the loser, you drink. But in this case, if you're the loser, you may have to do a certain amount of push-ups or you might have to do a certain amount of jumping jacks. It doesn't always have to be formal workout. It could just okay. be something that gets you active and moving. Okay. Well, I know we mentioned the kiddos, but I know there are some people out there like our parents and our grandparents uh, who may not necessarily have that energy level that our kids have and who may have not necessarily been working out in any kind of regular way, maybe have some health problems. What recommendations do you have for them? I recommend for them just actually just staying active and moving around. We tend to to want to sit and rest a lot like the older we get. So I would just say encourage them to just get up and, and do some walking. If they wanted to kind of do some type of, the older we get, we start to lose our muscle mass. So, but we still have a way to kind of uh, keep 
stay flexible and, and get that blood flowing just standing up walking moving around like uh taking a, a brisk walk outside or whatever or even dancing like they i've seen plenty of elderly people their moves are sometimes better than ours invite them <laughs> to those family activities when we're doing the dancing to get up and engage and just actually allowing them to move around as well that's yeah. I, I find that fascinating first miss tate we find you fascinating we're in awe of you i'm a big fan and a big follower of your uh your movement uh, eight figure brand, uh, eightfigure.com. And it's a beautiful website It's well, well uh, designed and allows you to be able to, um, you know, streamline through the Blair fitness is incredible. I reached out to you in 2014, um, because I was so impressed with, uh, with your effort. Uh, I mean, just when Dr. Tarver read your, your bio, I was so impressed. I was like, this is insane. Like she's done all of this and she looks, you know, half my age. So um, whatever you're doing, it really works and we're really inspired by it. And we hope that we can help get the word out to inspire others. To our listeners, as a reminder, this episode of In Our Own Defense podcast, we're discussing how to counter COVID-19's impact on physical wellness and holistic health. Uh, so my first question to you, uh, Ms. Tate, is how do you define whole health? Wow. So it's so many definitions of whole health, but if I just had to break it down, whole health is like, to me, like physical activity, like your food choices, like your sleep, your control of stress, just everything spiritually and mentally, not just um, working out, eating or whatever, but it's, it's how you maintain a, a balanced life as it relates to, to just being healthy all together. So like I said, like so does eight, go ahead. Does eight figure eight figure brand and and the Blair Fitness? Do you guys use a whole health approach when you institute these lifestyle engagements? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, if you turn like eight means a lot of different things. So it means empowerment or whatever. And even if you look at it on the spiritual side, it it, it symbolizes happiness and paradise and and all that correlates with reducing stress and just making sure you're living a healthy life. And um, one of the one of the intimidating factors, I, I was a uh, marathon uh, runner uh, in, in my years in the military. I was on the Army ten miler team, and um, and I got hurt and had some surgeries, and uh, and, I, and I gained a, a massive amount of weight. And and to come back from that, now I'm running again, running five k's a day, and and back up to you know uh, seven eight miles. Um, it was really tough that first step. I was afraid I was going to hurt myself again. Just um, I, I was intimidated by it. So how do you, um, how do you and your brand, the Blair Fitness, how do you, when someone is, is hasn't been active for a while, they're intimidated by the gym, they're intimidated by these Instagram models and the higher concept of a lifestyle change. Uh, what do you say to them? What, what are ways you encourage for someone to invest in physical wellness? How do you, go from a couch to 5k how do you persevere and especially in times like these when we're all under this COVID um, scare COVID-19 scare what um, you know when you want to backslide and, or regress or dive into old habits or uh, what what about people that don't have all day to work out and stuff like what are what are you advising them how do you encourage them well this goes back to like the eight-figure mindset and I, I heard you mention, you know, they're intimidated by the gym or intimidated by the Instagram models. It all goes back to like that self-love and acceptance. It's like being in love with who you are, 
and in how God created you. And we have to understand that we have to engineer like our body's the best version of us. So that's what I would speak on is that like use those people maybe as motivation or, or and not for comparison because everybody is like unique in their own purpose. But some ways that um, I would encourage a person, I always tell my clients and, and I live off of this, you have to have a why. There has to be a reason why you do everything that you do. Some people's why is, you know, I want to be here to live for my kids. Some people is their their health testimony or whatever yours is. Like you used to be a runner back in the days and you got injured in your wise because you know that you love that, that passion for working out. So you have to start slow. Start slow at your level. Don't try to compete with anybody else and, and be patient because a lot of people want this result like a microwave workout. It doesn't work like that. It's, it's, sometimes it's not quick. You have to be patient and take your time. You have to have that support system because sometimes you can't do it by yourself. Sometimes you may have to get that trainer to give you that extra push and you have to make sure that you're, you're planning and, and, and just understand that everyone around you may not be doing the same thing that you're doing because you said talk about setbacks and backsliding or whatever. And that goes back to having to understand, making sure you understand your why and your purpose. That's going to keep you moving forward. I mean, I just, I think that's spot on. What, what do you think, Dr. Tarber? I mean, I, I just can't say enough how much I appreciate you just kind of covering the spectrum of, of people out there. Those folks that have gotten injured, the people that maybe don't, are struggling with their self-esteem and, and figuring out how to love themselves and our kids and just actively engaging them. Like people need to hear just some real helpful information and strategies that they can use that are practical for them in their households right now. And I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And then one more thing I heard him talking about people not having time because I know a lot of people use that. I don't have time or, or when am I going to do it? And, and some people are really busy, but I feel like we make time for what we want. You know, we have to prioritize and sometimes um, working out and training and changing your lifestyle could be life and death. So you have to learn how to evaluate what's going on in your life and find relevance and prioritize. And how do um, how do our listeners contact you? Uh, can you give them your social media and website? Yes, yes, absolutely. My Instagram, you can find me on IG at DeBlair Fitness. That's at D-E-B-L-A-I-R Fitness, all one word. Also, you can find my brand also on Instagram at 8Figure Brand. Check out my website, www.8figure.com. And also for all your fitness tips and all your health and motivation, you can check out my fitness site at www.deblairfitness.com. Well, thank you uh, to our listeners. We've been discussing how to uh, countering COVID-19's impact on our physical wellness and our holistic health. Uh, today's special guest has been the Blair Fit, uh, the Blair Tate. She's the owner of the Blair Fitness and the uh, CEO of EightFigured.com, the apparel brand. Um, so, on behalf of Dr. Tarver and I, we thank you so so much. Uh, we're we're so happy that you you chose to come onto our show with us. Um, this concludes this episode of In Our Own Defense. We're your host, Attorney A.D. Winters and Dr. Dolores Tarver. For more information on our podcast, please follow us on social media at In Our Own Defense or find us at email at inourowndefense at gmail.com. Thank you.